Hey, hey, Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield. This is Molly Cook here with your latest edition of the MARN Report. Today, we are joined by our brand new Deputy Garrison Commander for Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield, Mr. Steve Hood. Mr. Hood, thank you so much for being on the MARN Report with us today. Molly, thanks for inviting me. I'm super excited to be here. Fantastic. We are really stoked to have you on Stewart and Hunter. So we're just going to get in. It's going to be a quick 10 question and answer session with us here um, so we can get to know a little bit about you. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> All right. First things first, where are you from? So Spartanburg, South Carolina uh, has been where I've called home, but I'm a military person, so all over the world. My permanent residence right now is in Columbus, Georgia, right outside Fort Benning. Wonderful. Um, and have you ever served in the military? Yeah, I was very privileged to serve for 21 years as a military policeman. Happy to do so. It was great for my growth as a, as a person, but through that uh, experience, we raised a family, my wife Angie and I, and have continued our service to the nation. She's a Department of Defense school teacher. My son is a police officer here in Savannah. My daughter works with Alternative Energy Solutions in Louisville, Kentucky. And so uh, I'm happy to say that the Hood family tries to contribute every day. Wow, it sounds like it. So um, what led you to become the Deputy Garrison Commander of Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield? Yeah, so when I put the uniform away uh, back in 2007, um, you know, I just wanted to stay close to what I loved and what I was familiar with. So the opportunity to work for Installation Management Command was one I could not pass up and started in Europe, in Germany as a operations specialist uh, with the DPTMS is the organization. The military members out there will know that as the three shop for the garrison. And that's where I uh, started my career and have been fortunate to have great leaders, great teammates uh, who guided me and encouraged me along the way. And the opportunity to serve as a deputy garrison commander came to me just a few years ago. I started at a very small base at Fort Devens, then Fort Hamilton in Brooklyn, New York, which brought on its own challenges and rewards. And then I'm very privileged to recently have been named the Deputy of the Garrison Commander here at Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield. So super happy to be here. Wow, what a journey. Yeah, really it is. <laughs> um, so what plans do you have for Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield now that you're the deputy or now that you are the deputy garrison commander? Yeah, so the the plans are just to be part of this great team. You know, where can I assist the team? The deputy of the garrison commander is a servant role. Uh, so, Molly, I am your deputy as much as I am the garrison commander's deputy. Uh, and I want all the employees of the Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield community to know that I am there for them, to serve them. That That is my lot in life. That's what the position should be. Of course, I have responsibilities of oversight and supervision as the senior civilian on the garrison staff. But people first is the way we feel about it. Uh, it, it is the Army's priority. It is in, uh, Army Materiel Command and Installation Man Management Command's priority. And specifically, it's Colonel Logan's priority uh, to treat people with dignity and respect. And I'm going to make sure that continues uh, at every turn. Well, we thank you for that. <laughs> so what do you think about Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield so far? Yeah, what a great organization. And so I have to admit the garrisons that I were at before don't match in comparison to scope and expanse. I had the opportunity to go up and 
see in an aerial tour uh, all 284,000 acres that Fort Stewart has to offer. I've had two great opportunities to meet the Hunter Army Airfield team down there. The mission is tremendous. Uh, the support of partnership units and tenant organizations here on the installation are overwhelming. I've met many great leaders already, and I, I just can't wait to look to work with them in the future and be a part of their solution-based efforts. Yeah, and you can't beat the weather, huh? Can't beat the weather so far, <laughs> although today might be a little bit different yeah, as yeah. we get ready for what could be a significant storm. Yeah, absolutely. But hey, we won't have snowstorms here. No snowstorms. <laughs> when I left when I left Brooklyn there was uh you know, about knee height uh snow on the ground uh as as I departed and and I although I miss many of the great people there yeah. and I had some really great relationships uh in that area. I won't miss that one. <laughs> I don't blame you. So, Mr. Hood, what's on your bookshelf? Do you have any favorite leadership books that you'd like to recommend to our um, our garrison staff, you know, across Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield? Yeah, so two, two different questions. I do love reading the leadership books. A couple of them that come to mind with this question is uh, Radical Inclusion, uh, General... Martin Dempsey wrote that along with a Berkeley grad, so what a match. And and uh, I just recently read that at the suggestion of one of my teammates at Fort Hamilton, quite frankly. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great book. Uh, I'm a big Simon Sinek fan, uh, so Start at, Start at Why is a book that talks about shaping an organization, not telling them what they do necessarily as much as why they're doing it. So Start at Why by Simon Sinek is a, a really a good read and was recommended to me also by a, a senior leader in the Army uh, that, that I have the pleasure of working for now, actually. So Great. I'm, I'm happy to uh, share those books with anybody and to talk about them. Books I also like to read are sports-themed books. Uh, recently, my wife and I did the audio version of Joe Namath, My Life in Four Quarters, uh, as we were traveling from New York to down to visit the grandchildren in this area, uh, it was a great. It was a great book. Uh, I like reading those type of autobiographies. Yeah. Um, uh, the Bible's on my bookshelf, uh, quite frankly. So you spoke about sports. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you, what? Who's your favorite sports? Team? Yeah. So I, look, I'm born and raised in South Carolina. So. Uh, I am a University of South Carolina Gamecock fan, as is my son, my daughter. Uh, we, I married an Alabama girl, so she's rolled tied all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that's, just, that's the only concession we'll make, and that's for Mrs. Hood. Uh, everybody else, you've got to be black and garnet Gamecock or, or you can't get in the club. Well, I too went to a University of South Carolina school. I went to school in Aiken. Yeah. Yep. So I am very familiar with um, you have to support the Gamecocks. <laughs> yeah. Though in my house, I would sleep outside in the backyard if I didn't support the University of Miami. <laughs> All right. So do you, you've, you've spoken about your kids. You, you've got a son and a daughter. And do you have any grandkids? I do. I have two grandchildren that live in this area. It's part of the decision for us to get here. Very proud of both of them. They go to school locally here. Uh, uh, my son, who I mentioned, is a police officer. His wife is a fantastic wife. Police officer's wife's not an easy duty, uh, and she's such a great mom. 
so I'm proud of all of them, and uh, Angie and I both look forward to getting to spend some quality time with them. Yeah, that's priceless. That's fantastic that you guys were able to get close to them like that in this area. Love it. Um, so uh, what's your favorite thing to do in your downtime? So downtime's been at a premium since I arrived uh, just a little over three weeks ago. But I do enjoy, as I've said, spending time with family when I can. And I've had some opportunities to just go over and have dinner with my son and his family, uh, which is just wonderful to do. I play a little guitar. I'm not very good at it. Uh, golf, I'm not very good at that either, <laughs> but I enjoy both. And so the exercise is, is, is not a futile effort, but I'm getting a little bit better each time at both of those. But I have to say my number one passion is the, is the family. Love it. Um, and then the final question that I'm going to ask is, do you have any special advice for our garrison workforce? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess what I will tell everybody, and I think I'll have and hope to have the opportunity to tell each of them in person. Although getting around to see this large number of employees one-on-one is gonna be difficult. What I want everyone to know is that they can do and be whatever they want to be in this organization. There is always room for growth and improvement as a Army professional. I want them to enjoy their families. I want them to be grounded and rounded in their time. You can't be successful if all you do is work, but you equally can't be successful if all you do is play, right? And so what I'm going to ask the workforce to do is to, one, look out for each other, uh, make sure people are taking adequate time to rest, recuperate, and enjoy uh, life at the same time, be that person that helps them if they start going down a path that's not good for the Army or good for the current organization. You know, Molly, recently we're going through training right now about extremism. The garrison commander has spent a lot of time going uh, one-on-one and teaching leaders and everyone. You'll see a videotape yourself soon uh, that was recorded. And, And we are going to have to be the people that identify when uh, extremism or hate groups or things like that enter our ranks. Uh, Nothing good can come of it. We have to raise our hand and say that doesn't look right, it doesn't feel right. I think Colonel Logan's done a great job uh, telling everyone in in his own personal words why that doesn't work and what our responsibilities are. So not to be a Debbie Downer, uh, have fun. Help somebody learn something new every day. Learn something new yourself every day. Uh, Know that you can do whatever you want in this garrison as far as professional development and professional progression goes, but it takes effort of yourself and reach out to your leaders. Know that my door is open to everyone that works at this garrison. Uh, If you want to come and talk to me about baseball, I'm happy to do it. But if you want to come and talk to me about professional development, and specifically if you want to come and talk to me because you think something might not be right, then know that you can come in without any attribution, sit down across from me and have a conversation. Uh, I I want to meet you. Uh, I want to spend time with you. Uh, I have other duties uh, as directed in my position description, just like all the other employees. 
and and uh, I, I know everybody does their best to get things done, uh, but we have to do it together. And I am, uh, I want everyone to know that I am their deputy, uh, and I'm happy to be here for them. And I feel like it's such a privilege to be added to their team, now our team. <laughs> well, we. Like I've said before, so happy to have you here. Welcome to Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield. And folks, if you happen to see Mr. Hood walking around Fort Stewart or Hunter Army Airfield, make sure to um, go on up to him and give him a very warm Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield welcome. I believe that is it for this week's edition of the Marn Report. Thank you all so much for listening, and hopefully you will hear us again next time. Bye.